Welcome to Postured and Poised. I personally had to regain my posture before I could be poised. My two scriptures for this episode is John chapter 14, verse 18. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Isaiah 43, 4. Since thou wast precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable, and I have loved thee. Today, this episode is about the best relationship is personal to me. It was a three-year relationship. I'm going to get straight to it because this is like um, a short episode. I want to help encourage people about um, honesty and truthfulness and faithfulness and one's ability to communicate. Trust is always key. And what I learned in my three-year relationship, we started off with a friendship Early on, we talked about what we both wanted from one another and what was important to to us in a relationship. And the expectations and the requirements was very little early on. Why? Because, as I said, we were friends first. When it came down to the relationship itself, The gentleman I'm speaking of had begun to cheat, but the first three years of the relationship was like it was dropped out of heaven and sent down from God. Why? Because we knew we could trust one another with our truth. Um, He had trips already planned with a, a former lover who just happened to be the mother of one child that he had. And I did not mind the fact that he told me early on about the trip. So shortly after we got together, he let me know I have a trip planned with my daughter's mother and it's already done. We're taking all the kids. And um, so I was fine with that. I said, okay. While he was away, I went over to see a a male friend that I had previously prior to him. And not because he told me about the trip. Or that's what I want to believe. It could have been because he went on the trip. You know what happens on a trip when you've been with a woman for 11 years? You decide, look, it's here. I've had it. I know what it's like. I'll test it. Maybe it happened. Maybe it didn't. But this was not a relationship. This was a newly fresh friendship. That's my excuse. So I went to see this friend. When he came back from his trip, um, he was deployed out the country to, uh, well, that doesn't matter. He was deployed out the country on a short excursion uh, by the government. And... I recently found out something about that trip. He told me about it. Um, Sometimes things happen unscheduled and unplanned. And when people know that you're involved, it brings forth a place of distance, yet closeness. 
And I'll explain that in another episode. So what happened is while he was away, I did not go and see no old friends or talk to anyone else. I made sure the few times he was able to call me while he was away, he even gave me a code word, which was strange. And um, it was very strange, actually, now that I think about it. So um, he was out the country and he called me twice and I made sure I was so enthusiastic and so happy to hear his voice. And with that, he was surprised. So he told me he had been thinking about me and he cannot call often, but he would be sure to let me know when when he returned home. And that's exactly what he did. So what he found out over time was that I was someone he could trust with distance. Once he knew that, it was all up in the air from there. It was like floating on cloud nine. Maybe it was even cloud 12. Why do I say that? He began to spoil me with He would ask me if I wanted things. I'm not a person who I like to buy for myself when it comes to shopping. Um, I'll tell you about that in another episode too. How a lot of things change about you once you realize that you can do it and it's okay to, right? So for instance, like shopping, it's okay to allow someone to pick out something nice for you especially if they're getting it and it's their taste. It makes them feel good to see you in something that they picked out, right? So getting to the point, I'm being very careful here about what I say because this is a sensitive situation and it was a special assignment. Um, So, excuse me, (coughs) what happened? He proceeded at some point to give me more money. I was working for the prison system right here in the state of Maryland. And I was at a prison where the lifers was doing time. At the time, it was called Maryland House of Correction. And I also worked at Maryland House of Correction Annex. I was a medical records clerk. I was making a about $9 and a few cents per hour. It was under a contract. It was contracted out um, under the state of Maryland, yet it was no benefits, state benefits attached or nothing like that. And the company was Prison Health Services. So there was no benefits or nothing. And I'll tell you the best thing that happened there. Um... First of all, I'll tell you, this gentleman had begun to give me money more than I was making on my job. So one day he asked me to quit my job. I need you just quit. Why are you still working? I'm giving you more money than you make there. And he also knew some of the correctional officers that worked out there because he was in security. He he was a security officer at this point for government buildings. And he still was going back and forth uh, for his reservist weekends in the military. This was all prior to him being deployed full-time to a military base. All prior to that. 
So he let me know one day that he would rather I stayed home. And he really was interested in me. Do what you want to do, he said. Like that. So getting to the point, um, while I was at the prison, working for prison health services as a medical records clerk, no benefits, little over $9 an hour, I received, it was at the height of the epidemic, HIV and AIDS. And at the time, there was an article released that hepatitis C was rampant in the prison. It was rampant. It was spreading quickly. As a result, I received hepatitis vaccines A, B, and C from my job. The best thing that could have ever happened to me. Why? Some years later, I was set up with someone who was full-blown hepatitis, and I did not get it. The vaccines last for a lifetime, and I could not be infected. Tell me, that's, that's God, right? I told you my episodes will have a spiritual base. That is God. That's nothing but God. Um, so what happened? I decided at some point I did leave my job. I resigned. I did not resign on the strength of the man asking me to leave. I left during the summer one year because there were a lot of stabbings in the prison. And if you know anything about the prison system, when they're, when when something tragic happens, they lock the whole prison down and nobody can leave. Even though I was the medical staff, I was still unable to leave the, the prison. I had to stand at the exit doors when my shift was over and wait until they conducted a search and seizure, wait until an MA who was injured was transported out, and then we were all able to leave and everybody had to be searched. So that was the reason why I left. It was hot, it was um, dangerous, and I left. Um, I did leave an impact there, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. I was able to send a lot of guys out to to the hospital for help. and catch their log up of of people that was just waiting and not getting the proper treatment that they should have gotten, right? So (coughs) that's the moral of the story is how I was able to help people. Excuse me. Getting back to the relationship. So one day he comes home and he tells me that someone on his job, an older man, told him that he should loan me money and not give me money. And he didn't tell me the full extent of the conversation, but he said, that man said that you, I can always be a part of your life if I loan you money and not give you money. Now, if this man is in his 40s, what would make him think that he should have listened to that guy? I was not the type of woman who took him for granted, nor did I ask him for more at that time than he was willing to give. And the monies he was giving me was his offering. It was not something that I requested. You understand that? Well, this guy early on was totally into the friendship we had. 
He used to travel often on his weekends when he had a break from the military and come and see me. I knew things had changed one day when he decided he was going to come on Saturday instead of Friday. Oh, I'm just so tired. I don't know. I'm just going to stay here. And I was surprised about that because I thought we had something great going. And he did stay in the state where he was. Getting to the, the, the main part of this, come to find out he was cheating. The female called one day. Um, I never, he never had a problem with me answering his, uh, his phone because we didn't keep secrets. In this particular time, he was very upset. Why did you answer the phone? It was not his cell phone. It was his house phone. Why did you answer the phone? On the other end was a woman in the state where he was deployed to, to be on the military base. And she had said that she was seeing him. And with that, I knew right then I needed to protect myself more than I needed to be upset. Why? Because even though we're more than six months in, we're still not committed. Well, the best relationship, because I knew then that the basis of a really good relationship was one's ability to communicate. So I really negotiated my stance with him and I interrogated him. And he said to me, well, why should I protect myself when you're my lady? And I said to him, so I don't have to question you. So I don't have to check behind you. I would rather we both protect ourselves. That way we can continue. What was was more important to me was not who else he was talking to. It was that we were protected. And when you're in an exclusive relationship, that's the most important, protect us. It's his responsibility and my duty that we protect one another. He has a child, has two kids. He has two kids. I had three children. And I did not want to take on the the thought process of not being around for my kids, right? So, and I'm kind of stumbling because over this story because I have to be very careful. Um, so what happened is we both started using, I, I started protecting myself with him and, um, and I stopped questioning him. I told him to tell me the truth, then I would stay and I wasn't going to leave. And it took a lot of convincing. But after that, he came to me one day out of the blue and he said, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but I met someone. And he explained to me that they were just friends and he was, they were talking about business, whatever the situation. The key is he was honest. He let me know. He knew that I was going to stay. He let me know that that he met someone. At, at that point, to me, it did not matter if it was a sexual encounter or not. Why? Because we're now what? Protecting ourselves. So I knew I could not trust him um, enough to be unprotected. So I made sure that we were protected, right? 
the relationship grew better and better. And um, at the time, he decides, we broke up one time, he decides he wanted to introduce me to someone else as a friend or someone he knew or whatever. And I knew at that point that we were done with. The relationship was over. Um, The next three years turned into something that was really bad. It was a total of six years. But the reason I wanted to do this as just a, a trailer type of podcast episode is to let people know. At some point, you have to decide for yourself what you want out of your life. You have to decide for yourself what you want from... Don't expect things from a mate or a spouse. That's not... Expectations will let you down. What you're looking for is longevity. You want trust. You want honesty. You want communication. You want your communication to be with love. You want people to be supportive of you. Um, and, and that's another thing. When I was sick, when he was sick, he went into the hospital. I, I made sure I showed up. By this time, he was even with a different woman and I still showed up. And I let her know. I said, this is my friend. And if you, because I had already taken care of people for a little over 20 years by that point um, in home health care. And I let her know to her face. I'm like, this is my friend. If you don't know what to do or you need help with him, I will come and stay with y'all at his house and take care of my friend. And she said, no, I can do it. I have it. She let me know that she had taken care of people before. And um, (laughs) you should have seen his face. And um, so I, I let her know that. And she did take really great care of him. She took really great care of my friend. So even once the relationship was over, we still had a friendship, no benefits, only friends. Um, I do not talk to him anymore today. Why? Because when I had something traumatic in my life, he was not as supportive. So we weren't the type of friends I thought we were. And not only that, um, he did not, he was not present enough for me when I was going through my ordeal. Also, while we were together, I never asked him, do you want me? I did actually ask him, do you want me to come over? He said, I don't mind. But when you go to the hospital or something like that and you have a man in your life and you you have a full-time commitment going on at this point, then you don't expect him to say, well, do you want me to come over? I'm really tired. I have to work. No, you want him to say, I'll stop by on my way to work and make sure you're good. I'll, you know, I'll I'll be there for you. So what I need you to understand is whether I, I hear people ask one another, what do you think is best? Respect the loyalty, um, honesty, trust, communication, love. You want to be able to communicate your feelings with love. You want to be able to um, tell your spouse, your friends, the last thing I want to do is look like a fool. And if there is an issue, I want you to let me know about it. Thank God I built that type of relationship with him because one day his daughter's mother did call me and she let me know that there was yet another woman. He was seeing her. He was seeing me. And he was seeing this other woman and she called that woman on a three-way and she said, well, Monica, 
Um, can you call him on your three-way? I said, what am I going to do that for? He's a liar. <laughs> He's a liar. So I'm not going to call him on the three-way. I'm going to encourage you and her to get an AIDS test. This is what I said to them. That's right. And I let her know that because I protect myself. I know about you. I know what he said that she does with him. I, I protect me. I protect me. And you have to let people know. When I tell you she was so pissed on that phone call because she thought she was letting me know something. And he had enough respect for me that he let me know that he was cheating. And I thank God for that. So remember, open lines of communication will protect you from your spouse, your mate, your your friend, and it will protect you from yourself ultimately, right? So I'm going to leave you with that. And hopefully this is uh, just like a a trailer to a relationship type of episode that I'm going to come with a little bit later. I'm going to put it under the subscription and then I'll tell full stories a little bit slower. I'll tell you a a lot about relationships that I've learned over the years. Um, I'm not going to use any names. I've been in very few relationships in my life. So I was married, of course. And that was a 10-year stint. Well, actually, it was seven years because I was going through a divorce for three years, I think. One, two, three, two years. I went through a divorce for two years. So it was really a, a eight-year stint. Thank you, Jesus. I learned a lot from that, too. Um, be careful. Be careful who you date. Be careful who... And I'm I'm a woman. I'm not a, a, a man-hater. I'm not a... I'm not damaged goods. Um, I'm actually someone who learned and I have placed my experience under my feet. So until we get to those other podcasts about relationships, I'm leaving you with this segment. And this is my first segment. So what I would like to share with you now is my closing. We will get there. One episode, one heart, one body, one mind, one spirit, one soul at a time. Until the sun sets the day before the building open its doors, we are still building up to the building by having good posture and being more poised. Thank you.